Welcome to the Shine Online podcast. I'm your host and video content coach, Natasha. And after years of being a social media manager for service providers, coaches, and physical product brands while creating content for my own brand, I realized how important it is to infuse video into your strategy, no matter what surface or platform you decide to use for your brand. This podcast will help you create strategic video content that doesn't take away from your business, but fuels its growth. You'll leave each episode with a simpler way to show up with confidence that isn't reliant on the latest trend or gimmicky hacks, but a sustainable strategy. Ready to go from overwhelmed to confident in your content strategy? It's your time to shine. When it comes to educational content, there are a lot of conflicting opinions. Some say it needs to be the biggest part of your content strategy and it's so, so important. And others say we should ditch it altogether. And so I wanted to share five of my own hot takes when it comes to educational video content. And at the end, I'm going to be sharing three questions that you can reflect on to create better educational videos. So let's dive right on in. Okay, hot take number one is first and foremost, even if you are an untraditional educator or you're not a coach, you're not a thought leader, you're not a personal brand, whatever it is, you can still make educational content. Educational content is as simple as someone coming across your video and leaving it better than they found it. And so I want to give some tangible examples on how you can see that no matter what industry niche you fall under, even if you don't consider yourself to be an educator, you can create valuable educational content. So one of my favorite creators actually just created a reel where essentially she kind of brought us behind the scenes of how she makes friends and kind of shared of like how she prepped and how they met and what they talked about and what her feelings and fears were. And she made it into a reel where she was like, this is how you meet friends. Like go out to coffee shops alone, make sure you look accessible, compliment people, like whatever those tips were, that is education. And it's such a great example of even someone that could be a general lifestyle creator can still lean into educational content. Another example is let's say we have a product brand. I, of course, am going to use Gold, one of my favorite brands to use as an example. They create wellness products from face masks to matcha. And an example of educational content for a brand like Gold could be what are the benefits of matcha? when is the best time to have matcha, or how to create a matcha Americano. Once we start to think about educational content as like an exchange of value from you to your followers, and they're leaving with something of value, whether it's a new perspective or inspiration or something they can apply to their lives, you can and should be creating your own educational content. So we had to get that out of the way. Okay, hot take number two, tips, tricks, hacks they are out. And instead, your educational content should help people think or do something differently. Essentially, these are like micro transformations. And the reason why is because when you share a video that has five hacks or five tips, which I have been guilty of, there's no guilt in it because we see it, it performs well because it has that like clickbaity nature. 
But at the core of it, people are tired of consuming content and leaving it feeling more overwhelmed than ever. So instead of doing a video where you share 10 tips or hacks, instead go deep and add a ton of value with just one tip or hack. And I think it's also the concept of a tip or hack is like you're just giving them something small, but we really want to change like how are they thinking about something? How are they doing something? How are they approaching things? How are they looking at the solutions for the problems that they have in their life? And that leads us on to hot take number three. You need to understand if for your specific industry or niche, do people need specific education to have problem awareness? So what is problem awareness? This is essentially knowing what is the pain point that I currently have so I can start looking for a solution. And sometimes people don't really know like what is the pain point of why I'm feeling this way or why I'm experiencing this or why this is happening, but they know that they need to find a solution for it. So essentially, sometimes your educational content is offering a solution that they might have never been introduced to or a problem that they didn't even know they had. And I'm going to use my friend Barry as an example. She is a period and hormone coach. And if I were to guess, I would say probably 50% of her audience or people that come to her Instagram page have no clue what cycle syncing even is. So before they can understand that their problems with their periods and hormonal acne or low energy is actually tied to the fact that they're not cycle syncing, they will never be able to see that as a solution. So it's important that in this example that she's providing education on why things are happening. What is the real problem? When do you need to change things? Sometimes your educational content needs to go a little bit deeper and we need to make sure we're not assuming that people know what we know. In fact, more often than not, they don't know what we know and we need to fill them in and that's where educational content comes in. Hot take number four is that free educational content can help you sell your products, your services, and your offers. I know this is something people struggle with a lot of like how much free content is too much free content. But I truly think that we can never be too generous with what we're sharing on social media. But I want to show you the difference. Free content should be a simple or easy win that they can implement almost right away. But when they're purchasing your product or they're investing in your course or they're working with you with your services, you are offering a deeper transformation and that is the difference. And that's why giving free educational value will actually help bridge the gap on, okay, So this is why providing really great free content will actually show them what is possible with your brand. They'll be like, wow, this free content is great. Wait until I get into her program. Or wow, this educational content was so valuable that I need to buy that product. And the final hot take is that educational content should not be the only type of content you're creating. It should be just one of the elements of your content pillars. The way that I teach content pillars inside of my programs and inside of my signature shine framework is that there's typically five topics or categories that you're going to build out. And this is going to be your content strategy. 
these are the topics and the themes that you're going to consistently be leaning into. So instead of having a niche where you only talk about one thing or being super multi-passionate and talking about a million things, Content Pillars really meets in the middle. And so chances are out of your five Content Pillars, a few of those might be educational, but some of those might be more connection building or relationship building or community building. Not everything needs to be a hard hitting piece of educational content for it to be strategic and intentional. And that's why content pillars are so important because we're not just creating content, we are creating brands with our video strategy. And so that's why educational content is just one piece of the puzzle. And so I want to end things off by going over three questions that you can reflect on to create better educational content. The first thing is, what is your unique point of view as it relates to your area of expertise or your industry? Going back to people being very overwhelmed with all of the content they're consuming, people need to see and hear things differently. And that is where it is okay to lean into the thing that you haven't seen anyone else talking about or talk about it in a way that you haven't really seen before. This is what's going to help your brand stand out. And this is what's going to differentiate you from other options that people might have when they're choosing who to invest in. I know it can feel really intimidating to lean into your own POV, but this is really where strategic content comes into play. And I guarantee you, once you start kind of ruffling some feathers, sharing some unpopular opinions, sharing some hot takes, sharing things people haven't seen, you will see such a big difference in how people view you as an authority. The next question is, what are the possibilities your ideal follower needs to see to solve their problems? And at the core of this, you need to know your ideal follower super well. What are their habits? What are their interests? What do they care about? And most importantly, what are those problems they are experiencing? And what are the possibilities they need to see? And this might mean knowing what are the possibilities they've maybe already explored or the ones that haven't worked well for them. Educational content is the way that you can bridge that gap and show them what's possible simply by giving a little win or shifting how they're thinking of something. And last but not least, this is one of my favorite things I teach inside my mastermind and it always gets the wheels a turn in when it comes to video content. And it is what is a new, different or better way that you can share a concept with your video content? So new, different and better. So sit down and look at your current content, look at your industry space and see how can you disrupt the current educational content that is going out and offer better educational content for your followers. I hope you're leaving this episode with kind of a new perspective on what educational content can be for your brand and seeing how much it benefits you strategically as a business and a creator. And most importantly, I hope you were taking some notes in your little notes app or pen and paper and brainstorming some fresh educational content ideas for your own brand. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shine Online podcast. I hope this episode has helped you find a simpler way to show up consistently on video. If you loved what you heard, please share this episode with a business owner you know who is struggling with content and video in their business. Or connect on Instagram at Shine with Natasha by taking a screenshot and sharing your biggest takeaway. See you in the next episode.